This podcast is brought to you by Villanova University on iTunes U. Please visit us on itunes.villanova.edu. I'm going to introduce the band individuals. I'm going to also introduce the other two who are not here so that when they come, I don't have to disrupt the flow. But we are going to be starting with two of the percussionists and then the other two music, music, musicians sorry, of Jaffna will be uh, joining. Okay, so our, the introduction starts with Joseph Jotayun, second generation Lebanese American, who is an accomplished Middle East percussionist. He started playing by the early age of eight at his family uh, renowned Middle Eastern restaurant in Philadelphia where live authentic Arabic, Turkish, Persian, Armenian, Greek, and Israeli music and That's dance were performed nightly for 40 years. Imagine growing up in that, in that space. <laughs> Learning from the area's top Middle East musicians, Joe became adept at the many styles of drumming within these different ethnicities. He performs with various Middle Eastern and world music ensembles locally, regionally, and internationally, as well as conducts workshop, workshops and master classes at schools and universities. Some of you know Joe here because last year Joe gave us, um, Villanova students and faculty, a wonderful workshop. Um, and he's a little bit cuckoo, as you'll see. <laughs> Joe has been the recipient of several noteworthy grants from such organizations, including the NEA and the State Department. He has a teaching artist in residence at Independence Charter School, an award-winning K through eight school in, in Center City in Philadelphia, where he instructs a hands-on global arts class and directs the New World Drumming Corps for the middle school. Joe is also an artist in residence at the UPenn Museum of Anthropology and Archaeology where he regularly instructs Middle East drumming classes in the Egyptian gallery for adults. In, in addition, Joe has performed internationally, including with Henrik Goldschmidt's principal, a principal oboist for the Royal Danish Orchestra and the Middle East Peace Orchestra, which has appeared on several occasions in Portugal, Denmark, Sweden, France, Germany, and Austria. He also participa participated in a cultural envoy program sponsored by the US Department of State and the American Embassy in Denmark. And by the way, his CV goes on and on. I'm 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 the side. I mean, his, his accomplishments are greater than what I've, I've presented here. Bronovan Ganesan began his percussion training on the Murgundum mm. with Sri Rajkumar in Colombo at age five. So you really have people who have been doing this literally since very after, soon after they could talk and walk. Um, at the age of eight, he performed a Tani Abartaman, I'm sure I, I butchered that, I'm sorry, on all cell and radio. Upon arrival in the US in 1893, Radovan took up tabla. <laughs> He's uh, old. He's pretty old. <laughs> 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 no, that's true. 1893. He is a master tablaist, y'all. After graduating high school in 1990, he was one of the seven percussionists out of 40 who were picked to work with Ustaz Zakhar Hussein, who is a master, master tablaist. Thereafter, he was privileged to perform on stage with the maestro. Bronovan subsequently traveled to San Anselmo for the next two summers to study under uh, Zakirji. In addition to playing tabla, Bronovan also plays multiple other hand drums and other traditions. He has accompanied flamenco dancer Julia Lopez in her troupe on Cajun, performed on dumbek, rick, talking drum, and assorted percussion instruments. He's a founding member of Jaffna and has played uh, an integral role in both their CDs. 
The two missing but soon to be present uh, musicians are Roger Magordishian, is a Philadelphian-born Armenian-American whose family and musical roots hail from central Anatolia, that would be Turkey today. Largely self-taught, Roger plays acoustic and electric oud, as well as, and these are Turkish words that I will butcher. Jumbush. Jumbush Tukura and Baglama Saj, mm -hmm. and has been involved with Middle East and world music in the Philadelphia area for over two decades. He's been a principal instrumentalist and composer in several ensembles, including Jaffna, Adzulit, I'm sorry, Concerts for Peace, Baraka, Herencia Arab, Intercultural Journeys, Sababa, and the Mideast Ensemble. The fourth and final uh, musician is Raj Malik, who is on guitar in Sarod. He's been performing, he's been a performing musician in the Philadelphia area for over 20 years. During this time, he has composed and performed children's music, hard rock, and world fusion. <laughs> a self-taught musician, Raji's original style reflects diverse musical interests, yet one can always detect the Indian roots in his playing. He believes music can transform the listener, leading to a deeper sense of peace, healing, and inspiration. Together, they are the ethnic fusion group Jaffna. Jaffna originated in your, rest, your family's restaurant? It's the Middle East, yeah. Okay. In central Philadelphia. Formed in 1994, they have undergone a couple of incarnations to arrive at the version that you see before you today. This acoustic instrumental group composes all of its own music. The traditions and influences range from Middle Eastern and Hindustani strands all the way to flamenco, jazz, um, leading to one of their fans to quip that Jaffna actually stands for Jazz African Funk Fusion New Age. <laughs> they are so pleased to be together making music for us to hear today. Enjoy the show. Again, thank you for coming. Give a nice round of applause for Hiba, please. Well, thank you, Thank you, Hiba. So um, today we're just we're going to give you uh, before we do our concert, before we play the concert for you, we're we're going to do a little like lecture demonstration, mostly demonstration, um, having fun kind of a thing up here, and we'll, we'll give you some information and we'll just kind of demonstrate what we have. It kind of looks like. Um, a music, there was a hurricane hit a music store <laughs> up here. Um, so, so we have a variety of percussion instruments up here. Um, just so we'll identify a few. Um, the, these drums that you see here are Egyptian style drums. They have many names. You could call them tabla. It's with the, not to be confused with this tabla. Um, but um, it has many names. Uh, my grandparents came from Lebanon, so if you were from Lebanon, we call it Darbeki, or North Africa, it's uh, Darbuka. The Persians say Dumbak. Um, the Greeks call it Dumbaleki. Uh, here at Villanova, we call it drum. <laughs> and um, so it has, a, it's a very ancient instrument. Um, it's anywhere from three to 4,000 years has been made. Um, and back in the old days, it was made out of clay, and there would, the skin of choice would be a fish skin. Um, today, it's made out of cast aluminum, and it has a, a synthetic head, a plastic head. So there's, there's a lot you can do with this drum. Um, it, it's a very versatile, uh, very dynamic instrument. I'll demonstrate a little bit some of the sounds for you. And feel free if you guys, if, you know, if you're comfortable there, fine. If you want to move up, feel free. Well, I, just, I just want to ask one thing, which is, are there any drummers in the room? 
Don't, don't be shy. Is there a drummer in the house? Elisa. Please. Okay. Continue, okay. Joe. We'll, you'll see that we'll probably interrupt each other maybe and fill in each other's sentences uh, every now and then. Um, so this has a lot of sounds. You can use your fingers, much like the technique that Bronovan will be using. It has a nice low tone in the middle. You can pop it, make it really loud. That's why I'm moving away from the microphone. It's very subtle. And you can see I can change the pitch. And I can change the pitch here from the back. So you can do fun things like So it has a, a lot, there's a lot you can do with this drum. So um, in, in, the, in the Eastern traditions, and you'll see when, when Branovan takes over, um, when you go to India, they, they go much further with um, having syllables that represent the sound that the drum makes. So for instance, if I hit this drum in the middle like this, we call that doom. Everybody say doom. If I hit it like this, that's called tack. If I go like this, tick a tack. Tick a tack. Thank you. Thank now, wait do you see when he starts doing his thing. Um, so you put these syllables together and you create rhythms. Um, and as the saying goes, if you can say it, you can play it. But um, so, for instance. So this uh, the. One very popular and very often used rhythm in the Middle East is called Beledi. And so let me just teach you really quick, get a little audience participation right away. I'll teach you how to speak the rhythm Beledi. So just repeat it after, repeat after me, and I'll teach it to you in three parts. Here's part one. Doom, doom, tick attack. Doom, doom, tick attack. Doom, doom, tick attack. Mm -hmm. Here's part two. Doom, tick attack. Beautiful. Now we put the both of those phrases together. We have doom doom tick attack doom tick attack. Doom doom tick attack doom tick attack. Could you say it a little louder? Doom doom tick attack doom tick attack. Doom doom tick attack doom tick attack. Now let's see if you're awake. Doom doom tick attack doom tick attack. Doom doom tick attack doom tick attack. Good. And the last part is ticka. 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 Okay, so now let's put. <laughs> now I'll say speak. I'll speak the phrase, then you speak it back to me. Doom, doom, tick attack, doom, tick attack, tick up. Doom, doom, tick attack, doom, tick attack, Beautiful. Oh, now we do it. On the count of four, repeat that phrase. On the count of four, let's repeat that phrase over and over again. But I want you to clap on the dooms this time. Here we go. One, two, ready, go. Doom, doom, tick attack, doom, tick attack, tick a doom, doom, tick attack, doom, tick attack, tick a little louder, please, little louder. Help a drummer out.
So that's Belladie, and that rhythm is probably as old as this drum is. And, it, and what's an amazing, what I always find amazing is that a drum like this that's been made in the thousands of years it's been made. And, so, and it's been continuously played for that long. So there's so many styles, so many techniques, and so many versions of this instrument. Like for instance, this one was made in Pakistan, and it has a tambourine built in it. So there's, there's so many versions of it. Um, let's see what else we have. Let me just show you an instrument like this. This one is a frame drum. Every culture has a frame drum from Ireland um, on east and west. Everybody pretty much has a frame drum, wouldn't you say? I would. <laughs> and, and the reason is because it's the easiest version of a drum. Right? You make a frame, put a making on it, boom. Yeah. Right. So. so this one is actually from Istanbul. It's actually my brother Billy's. He's letting me use it here, so I have to be careful. Thank you, Billy. styles too. You can play this between your legs. You can play it this way. And then you can also play up in here like this. And so on. <laughs> so this is a top. Then I'll show you one other, one other one that's commonly used in Arabic music. And this one is, now you would think this, now wait. Now that's a tambourine. <laughs> so anyhow, this is a, you could call it a tambourine, but we call it a duff. And we don't play it like this, or we could, but the traditional way is to hold it like this so you, My brother Billy is a very good Rick player. So we call this Rick, R-I-Q. This is Def, D-E-F. And this has many different names. Tarbuka, Tabla, Tarbaki. Um, so I'm going to pass it over to Brani right now. And, uh, and then I'll interrupt you. <laughs> OK, good. Right when I was reaching for my phone. Can you pass me the, um, so the, the kanjira? Yeah, the kanjira. So this is the. This is our, when I say our, I'm going to show you just, oh, you play it. Nope. So again, so frame drum wise, this, these were some of the oldest drums that were made, right? For that very reason, easiest to make in terms of like material. So either some kind of a frame, usually wood or metal, and then some skin on it. Right? And then what was interesting, as Joe said, is across the world, you find these things. But what's amazing is across the world, they figured out different ways to play them. So this particular one is called the Kanjira. It's used in, in South India. And the, the skin of choice is either fish skin or snake skin. And the nice thing about both fish skin and snake skin as they figured out is that it, it, it bends with, um, with moisture. And so you, the way that we play it on stage, one of the, I mean, you can play this, right? But then you get a bend. Same kind of technique. 
Handwise. So you can do this kind of stuff with the drum that and the, and the bend comes from from the skin. So while we were playing, so if I was playing in a concert, I wouldn't have so I would have a little bowl and I would dab it and I would make it wet and the pitch would come down and it would go back up. So. <coughs> Uh, drumming in the so, you know, the the traditions, and and the the tradition that I started with was primarily the the South Indian tradition and moved to the North Indian tradition, in India. The the big thing there was that, you know, the the drumming was supposed to accompany a very sophisticated music system, and so it wasn't just thought of as rhythm. And I think that's what the big thing is here. It's about it's about playing but playing in a way that you just like speaking. Right? As Joe said, if you, it, it literally, that's the way that we were taught, which is if you can, if you can say it, then you can play it. Right? So. seven sounds that you can make and then so it's it's really like you know letters make up words words make up phrases phrases make up sentences and then sentences make up paragraphs paragraphs make like prose and you create stories and you create novels so when I play this I think about two things so it's rhythm obviously because the drum supposed to keep rhythm but then it's about how it's played right so it's da din Joey was playing, I said, with feeling, and it was sort of tongue-in-cheek, but it really wasn't. Because when we play, we do. It's about, it's not just about playing the strokes itself and the rhythm. But it's not. It's about more than that, and I think you all know that. Some of you are musicians in here. Some of you, or maybe many of you, I know you, you come here to listen, and in fact, the fact is, you being here is what makes what happens on stage. Because the way in which an audience listens to you changes the way in which we play, wouldn't you say? Right? And sometimes it could be a filled room, or it could be five people, it doesn't matter. Right? It's about sort of this, this energy that goes back and forth. So then it becomes, what is it that we want to say to you? And it's a conversation. So I would say, it's not, so I could play like this, da, din, din, da, da. Or I could play, da, din, din. Like so I could be quiet. I could be inquisitive. 
gonna be angry. <laughs> Wise, because I know there are a couple of ethnographists in the room, maybe ethnomusic, so this drum is somewhere between, they place it somewhere between 250 and 350 years. The one that's older than this is the barrel drum. Again, it all has to do with, you know, material and how it was made. It's a lot harder to make something like this, you know, metal's newer, um, but, but this, this stuff, so, you know, this particular thing, this is the magic, the, the black dot in the middle, which is made up, if I had more time I would make you guess, but it's actually made up of metal, shavings, rice, and water. And it's watching them make it, so it's a pretty amazing thing. But, but so they figured out that, you know, by doing that and having three layers on it, creates this, you know, this sound, right? Which you don't see. This is the one thing that's sort of, you know, unique to the, to the drums of India. But so, so back to this thing about compositions, right, and about, about speaking to an audience which is really what we do. And all the different drums here, the reason why we have them is to create these tones, but so that we can speak to you. Right? So, um, a composition. This is one of the older ones, um, and it's historically um, uh, just, just one of the countdowns. This is one of the ones that was, was composed, they say, by one of the first, so the, the, the Khaja, the, the Khalifa of Delhi, of Delhi which is the first garana that was created. There were six then they came out, out of that, which all were formed for different schools. Right? And it goes <coughs> like this. Um. <laughs> Turn it around. 
the same amount of space in the middle such that it ends on the one. Simple, right? I think so. You're all college students, you can add up to 16, right? Okay, so it's very simple. All right, so, so we're gonna try doing a tiha. Tiha? Yes, a very simple one, right? So a tiha is essentially, you, you, you make the, you, you, it's the same phrase, you, you say the phrase, we stop for the same amount of time, we're gonna say it again, stop again, say it the third time, and we come out in the one. This should be the man in this room. I think we should be able to. Well, I think we can. Let's see. All right, so, so it's like this. So we go one, two, so here we get one, two, three. So the phrase we're gonna use is a four beat phrase, which is ta-ka-de-mi. Ta-ka-de-mi. So we're just gonna, just to get ourselves into this, we're just gonna say it over and over a couple of times, okay? So we're gonna go taka dimi, taka dimi, taka dimi, taka dimi, Sometimes I close my eyes when I do this. Dimi, it's very meditative. Are you guys gonna handle this? Okay. So taka dimi, taka dimi. Now watch. Now. Well, I'm sorry. We keep clapping if you want. Right. Just keep the. Right. So this is the bass line. Now. So. That was a T high, right? I just went Tom in the middle, we did it three times, and that's how we signal that something ends. It's a simple T high. It's a very simple T high. Alright, let's try it together. Ready? We're gonna go one, two, three, go. Okay? Do I have time to show a couple of the most complicated uh, ones? Oh, yes. All right. And then we'll do the kaida. Oh, okay. Which right? One? And then we're going to do... Uh, That's true. So one of the things is, you know, this is, so, this is me playing, but one of the biggest things and the best parts about all of this stuff is when you have a, a common sort of this language, hey, Bob, um, is that you can talk to each other. So, for example, you have a Joey here. So I might say something to... I might <laughs> say to Joe, It's also a way in which you can sort of express a movement, right? And and it's 
and the thing is, th this is the beautiful thing that I learned. I started playing on, on Mridangam, and I, I, I learned this sort of technique stuff. And so here's a little bit of, of technique. So what we do is, it's essentially, this whole thing can be broken up into twos and threes. That's, that's what it came down to. This is what my teacher told me. He said, can you count to two? Yes. Can you count to three? Yes. Can you add the two of them up together? Yes. Okay, well, then you can play drums. And then the other part, of course, is tempo and, you know, you have to practice and you have to have stamina and all this other stuff. But it really comes down to that, right? And so all of us, I think we do it. Even when you listen, you might not think that you, you have rhythm or that you can play it. But the fact is you do. We all tap our feet, right? And we listen to stuff. And, we all dance in the shower. Let's <laughs> so, um, some of us sing. We don't all sing in the shower. Do you sing in the shower? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Are you going to do the What do you want me to do? Are you going to do the thing with the little thing? <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah, I haven't seen you in six months. Whatever you want me to play out. It's play. true. Do you, want me to play? do you know the one with the animals? Do you do the <laughs> one with the animals? My phone is ringing. That's my wife. Um, it's <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? She would be mad. My, 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 oh, Brani! My darling wife. What are you doing now, Brani? With, with my two kids. She has a fever. My son is sick. So she's not happy with me right now. I was thinking it would be fantastic if we could FaceTime her and everybody could say hi to her. But I don't think that would make her very happy. No, it's usually that one more angry, right? Yeah, see, I can play drums, right? You know, relationship 101. Maybe you can teach me. All right, so um, right, so there are compositions right, that are made up using sort of this phraseology, and they make up stories. So uh, which one do you want? The, the one with the, the, the gazelle? <laughs> well, the deer? Wasn't there the gazelle? OK, so, so there were, there were compliments. So one of the things was that there were, there were these, these kings, and some of these kings were, were patrons of music, and they would have these tabla players, and they would, you know, on a whim, because you know how kings are, they would just say, now, wouldn't it be interesting to have a composition that expresses blah, 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 blah? And this guy would go off and you know, make something up. So there are, there are a couple of ones that are sort of famous, right? It's fine. If the kids are making noise, don't, it's, don't worry about it. We're used to it. You can keep them here if you want. But, um, it's part of you know, growing up in here. Um, so so um, I'm blanking on the composition, Joe. Well, then let's do the kind of age. It's, Early onset of Alzheimer's. <laughs> It'll come to me though. Okay. Wait. Um. He is getting older. I am. I am getting older. Um. So. So there's this one story which I like. This is about this 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 um, um, this woodcutter who was working at a, an ustad's house, and you know for years and years sort of did his his carpentry work. And, and so one day he came to this teacher and said, "Can you teach me how to play tabla?" And he looked at his hands and said, "Show me your hands." And he showed him his hands and he brushed them like this and pushed him away disdainfully. And he said, "Your hands are too calloused." So how can you play tabla? Look at my hands. My hands are so soft. After all these years, it still doesn't matter because you know it's not calluses. This this instrument is not supposed to be played roughly. Go away. So he goes away and he comes back. You know, a day later, his hands are all bandaged, and he shows him. He says, "What did you do?" He said, "I went to and I, I, and 
and I got all my calluses removed. His hands were completely bleeding. And so he, he took him as a student. This, this Usta, so, in, so again, it's, it's in you know, Urdu, the term, but they, they called him, they called him uh, Carpenter Saab, right? Because that, that or the Carpenter Usta. So he made these compositions, and a lot of these compositions resembled actually, you know, sort of wood and thick cutting. So the one that he made up, he, it goes like this, it goes, you, you always play what you know, right? And you, you, you compose what you know. Um, another one. So we're just going to give you a little bit of Arabic style since my brother's here. He can play Rick with us, and um, and and he'll play Duff. So we, you'll get a feel of what a, an Arabic trio of instruments would sound like with percussion. And then we'll go into a recitation that will be will be within a, a song in the concert. Um, um, that one. That one. That one. That's spilling the beans, and it's six forty-seven. Is it six forty-seven? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to do this, and then we're going to play for you. Okay. Raji's excited. Everybody say hi to Raji. That's Raji Malik. He's our guitar, solo player. I want all the on stage. 
Actually, he's not. <laughs> that would be poor David. It would. Yes, this is a. Um, He's skyping in the uh, the player yes, from the India. Other, right? Yes. This is the um, the drone that you may or may not hear. Would normally be played by an actual human. Yeah, but, uh, yes. <laughs> He's in here. <laughs> we skyped in the. the <laughs> <laughs> we're we're outsourcing. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a guy in Mexico. <laughs> no.
Thank you.
this big. Yeah. Before, before we do that, let's hold off on, on that for right now. Thank you. Sorry. Get everybody ready and lined up. You can tell that Raji teaches preschool.
Let's roll it That was called Three Eyed Fish after the Three Eyed Fish in the Simpsons episode. <laughs> We have a very sophisticated naming process. <laughs> So we we had a we had a couple more songs for you. We're gonna just we're gonna start off or we're gonna finish with our the title song of our CD Mandala. It's one of our favorites. Is this our last? Yes. This may be our last, depending this on that. Maybe our last for tonight. And if you're keeping score, it's a uh, in a rhythmic cycle of 19 beats. <laughs> <laughs> and we invite you to, to keep time with. <laughs>
they didn't even touch me. They didn't touch me. They didn't touch me. This is because I'm thinking, it's time to go to the Supreme Court. So I'm thinking based on. They didn't even touch me. They didn't touch me. They didn't touch me. They didn't touch me. They didn't touch me.